This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I have the worst little bit of dry skin on my lip, and it looks like a herpes sore, and every time I make the mistake of putting, like, a lip stain over it, it like settles into it. Oh, it like stain. I've had that happen before. You know what I mean? And I've I keep had- forgetting. It's just like a patch of dry skin that will not go away. It's like when you have um. Have you ever like when you've had trapped lips, drank red wine, and it like stains yeah, the chap? It's, it's like disgusting. the worst thing in the world. It's so gross. Um. So gross. Oh, we're back. We rolling. We're recording. Um. Happy no- New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I wish it makes me so sad that chiropractor is not real. Yeah. OK, so I, I just because I'll, I'll jump on the train to like debunk anything. I'm totally down for this chiropractors aren't real journey. But well, I really do need a chiropractor. So what do I do when the chiropractor? I don't aren't know. Real? But there's like that guy on TikTok who like went through full chiropractic school and then is like, it's literally all fake. And he's like, I showing believe you that. like the one, you know how they do like the before and after x-rays. He's like, the difference between these two x-rays is that in one, they're inhaling and in one, they're exhaling. Like that, because your muscle, your bones move. So it's like, if they're like slightly moved in a a thing, it's like, yeah, because they were standing differently. Yeah. And it's like one of those things that's like so obvious when someone explains it to you. I felt stupid. But I just love to have my back cracked. I know. I think the back is chill. I think the biggest concern is the neck. Yeah. I'm just afraid that somebody's going to like paralyze me. Apparently it makes you really prone to stroke is what I heard. Like cracking your neck, like in the way that chiropractor, like the, like the oh ones where, shit. So that scares me. Well, I crack it constantly. I'm addicted. Yeah, but I think self cracking is probably fine. I'm sure. I, it crack is. I don't have the kind of power that these guys do. Well, you also just can't like do it to yourself in the way that they. I do. would be the type to give myself a stroke. That's so <laughs> mean to like just completely crack my neck so hard that I get a stroke. Um, welcome to Basic Training, a podcast for people that need help. And a podcast for people with a little crick in their neck and they honestly prefer a stroke at the moment. No. This is so fucking painful. I don't... Does a stroke hurt? Uh, it can. It can be like a blinding headache or you can all of a sudden just like kind of go now. Like there's a lot of different oh, ones. I've read about awful. strokes so many times. Really? I'm a little bit of like a hypochondriac. Not in like a... Not in like a germophobic way at all. But like I will get... Like, okay, I've had... I've had a bump on my shin. Okay, I woke up in the morning after my birthday with like a cut and a bump on my shin where clearly like I drunkenly hit my leg. Sure. But the bump has not gone away and I did spend like three days recently convincing myself it had uh, developed into bone cancer. Um, is that like, what a symptom is of bone cancer? Well, if you have like a lump on your bone, right, I was like right, bone cancer. Sure, sure. And then I was like, okay, well, I guess my right leg is getting amputated. That's a tough 2024 for me. I'm only a hypochondriac about certain parts of my body and other things like I treat like shit. I used to be... The, my 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 like gateway into it was I used to be obsessed with convincing myself I had meningitis because if you have meningitis you it's like there's like a, a two hour window to catch it and then if you don't catch it you die so I was always like what yeah with because <laughs> there's there's viral and bacterial and a camera which it is but one of them it's like if you don't catch it early you're done you're toast because it's meningitis is an infection of your spinal column like that's so yeah so I get so, it. so serious and so I think viral someone call in if I'm wrong but I think viral is like they're both horrific but one of them is like catch it now or you're done and that's why like in college do you remember did your college have like all the warning signs everywhere about like because like 
There no. can be there can be outbreaks of it in like dorms and stuff. That's why everyone oh. meningitis is one of the vac- vaccinations you like have to get to go to college now. Oh, I see. Okay. And maybe I wonder if it's like an age limit thing. Maybe there was, a, but like, it's like there's like a rash and it's like pain in your neck. Sorry, I'm just realizing that one of the things. Is pain in the neck. <laughs> but it's like rash, pain in the neck, <laughs> headache, fever. But the rash is like the one where it's like you know it's meningitis. You don't have meningitis. Deuces, everyone. No, <laughs> I was ready anyway. Um. I am a hypochondriac about like I'll I inhale nicotine like air like I literally yeah, you're, can't you're a vape queen I am a chimney and I'm like I never lose a bit of sleep as I've said before when people tell me like their new year's resolutions that they're quitting vaping I'm like oh my god that's amazing like good for you never I'm so glad I'll never have to deal with that <laughs> it doesn't apply to me I like the diseases mean. and whatever that comes with the risks of smoking and vaping do not apply to me. Like that's not going to happen to me. <laughs> However, if I leave a tampon in too long, I'm like, well, uh, I better shock. say a really long goodbye to my mom on the phone tonight because I'm never going to see her again. And I, I accept it too. Like I'll lay in bed like, Wait, all right, well, can't this you is just my take the sleep. tampon out? Yes, but then you, I worry that it causes an infection if I forgot to like. Oh, I thought once the tampon out, you were fine. Once I, t- I guess. That's I a know. great question. I have no idea. I am, I'm such a hypochondriac about areas like my nether region, like anything sure. STD related, yeah, uterus related. Yeah. I'm afraid of anything that enters my vagina that could kill me. I think that translates to a lot of other problems and probably what I think about men. But when it comes to things I actually do, like eating poorly, not sleeping, I've gone to bed at 6 a.m. for the past two weeks straight. I don't think that that has any effect on me whatsoever. 6 a.m. to when? Noon? Oh, I'll sleep till like, I'll sleep till nine. Like I'll go for three hours. Sometimes I'll sleep till 3 p.m. Like it just, okay. there's no schedule. I don't judge anyone's time frame as long as they're getting enough. And I also don't Only think- over the holidays because there was nothing to do. And now I'm going to have to go back to my usual, which is like 3 a.m. to 9, 10. So that's still, that's a normal, uh, seven hours is an adequate amount of sleep. Sure. Um, But okay. What'd you do for New Year's? Well, it was a disaster. What happened? Um. Okay. So you remember- Remember how I thought, remember how I got sick at the Hanukkah party? Yes. So New Year's Eve, the mystery was solved. I think I'm allergic to caviar because I ate caviar again. Oh, I thought you were referring to that on your story to the last time no, you, it happened, you did. It happened again. Because I didn't know. And uh, I was like, there was caviar at the restaurant. So it wasn't the latkes. I never thought it was the latkes. I put caviar on the latkes. I also never thought. That's, that's a sin, first of all. Secondly. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? There's no way that it's okay to put caviar in a latke. I have to look that up. That's really Is common. Kosher? I've never heard of that before in my life. This was not the first event I've been to where there's caviar with latkes on caviar. I think that's a pretty common thing. I have to check that out. Um, that's, uh, wow, that's so interesting. I've never heard of that. In I my think life. caviar is kosher because it's fish. I mean, I eat it anyway. I don't care. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Hmm. Um, they definitely did. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, but I ate it. I didn't think I didn't think I got sick from the food at the Hanukkah party because it happened so fast. Yeah. It was like 15, 20 minutes. But then I ate it at, at Bernie's and all of a sudden it came back and it was worse this time because I think I ate more caviar. And I looked it up after and it's, you can to. be allergic to caviar and it can cause like a gastrointestinal event. I was this was some of the worst pain I've ever experienced in my life. I was oh, I'm, I'm not particularly religious. I was in my bathroom. I'm not joking. Full throated speaking out loud to God. No. Like, 
asking that him to make it. That only happens when I eat like a certain amount of Pop Cheetos. And I, <laughs> like a and very I specific was, amount. Like, and I was like, any progressive bone in my body died. I was like, God, you have he, him pronouns and I need you to fix this <laughs> now. Like I am dying. It's in those moments where you really figure out who you think God is and I, what you think about gender. I think God's a man too. And I only, <laughs> I only know that first of all, because the world is so fucked up that this could only be a man's yeah. doing. Secondly, it just comes out in those most desperate moments. Exactly. It's like, you have to I was like talking behind. out loud to God. Kate, the dog I live with, was like sitting in the doorway of the bathroom looking at me like, are you going to die? A dog named Kate is also so funny. I love her way. so much. But it was truly horrific. So that was New Year's Eve. Um, I was up till 3.30 in the morning vomiting. Um, but then New Year's Day, I woke up completely recovered and had a wonderful day. So I'm like Good. choosing to accept this year. Because New Year's Eve is my favorite holiday. So I was very, very sad when I woke up that I had like lost this night. So and my friends who I went out with had like what seemed to be literally the best night ever. So I was it's a bummer. worst FOMO I've had in years. But then I had a gorgeous New Year's Day. So I'm just choosing to be like, that was my day yeah. for New Year's. And it's fine. And Maybe next that's year, maturing is if New Year's yeah. Day is better than New Year's Eve. Maybe. And also I think the maturing thing of like was being of like sitting in the FOMO for like truly one hour and then being like, okay, it's done. Yeah. Move on and have a good day. And now I'm fine. Yeah. I've moved. How was the Soho ground? Oh, it was good. I also spent a lot of my time on the toilet, <laughs> on my knees over the toilet for different reasons. Because I, of an open bar? An open bar will do me dirty. Like, yeah. and I always think that I'm fine. I'm such a fucking lightweight. One glass of champagne. I purposefully didn't pregame this event because I was like, I know I'm going to drink a lot there. I had a big dinner, one glass of champagne and two dirty martinis out like a light on the Whoa. floor of the fucking bathroom. Well, to be fair, that's like bubbles and pickle juice. Like, it's just like, it, it's like brazen. <laughs> Whatever, like, but no, that's that tough. should not knock out somebody, especially like, no, but I'm not like a stick. Like, no, I know. But martinis are one of those things where it's like at some places it's two ounces of liquor and at some places it's like five. Yeah. And like, that's what you have to be careful about is like a martini, like. There's places where two martinis could make me black out. Yeah. Like that's, that is just the reality. Well, of that's it. the unfortunate thing. I would love to be the person who blacks out. I would love to not remember <laughs> things. I remember every single thing, but I have no control in the moment. I can't, I hate yeah, to be it's that, that drunk. Like, um, it's like that POV, like memory of like, yes. you're like in the <laughs> I'm like, I'm not in the driver's seat, but I see everything that's happening and I remember everything I yeah. do, which is sucky. Like, I loved waking up in college and hearing my friends like ask me questions about what they did and being like, oh, the, piece of like you not knowing exactly what happened to you I I guess it's a gift in some ways as a woman but I always remember there's never been a moment where I have woken up and thought I don't know where I am or what I did I remember yeah. every fucking thing which sucks I remember like down to like the exact chunks that came up out Ew. of my bowels like I <laughs> I remember the smell of the bathroom I remember that I tipped the bathroom attendant very generously her name was my Muna. And she gave me a neck massage. I remember everything. And that's what happened. Then the clock, the clock strikes midnight. My boyfriend wasn't there. Here's the thing. I don't care about a New Year's kiss. I don't think it's a big so deal. barfing for two Especially hours Especially after I've been barfing. Well, to... remember, I tipped my Muna really well. She gave me like 12 minutes. I was like good to go. I've yeah. never been better after You probably listened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It totally. was a really bad 30 minutes of being... I, I have a vivid memory of going to my friend Erica and saying... I need help. I need food and water and repeating that like four times and just throwing up, stealing food off of people who paid for tables, tables and suddenly feeling much better. Like it's just, and then I lost, to, like, continue partying. Yes, the totally. Night? Like I lost control for like, did you go minutes. back to drinking? 
No. Oh my god. The, yeah, the yeah. thought to this day, the thought of alcohol makes me. Oh, gag. you're in that. Yeah, yeah. I'm still in that place. But, I get that. And everyone at this party thought it was insane that I wouldn't do a goodnight kiss with my boyfriend because I wanted to be at the fancy party and not at his apartment. What? No kiss is worth missing out on like a masquerade black tie ball. Excuse me. Well, it's also like every couple does it differently. I think that's weird. I also just think like, who cares? It's a but, kiss. I, yeah. I was over there by 3 a.m. We did West Coast. I gave him a little peck. That's cute. It was fine. And then I went upstairs and watched Lost in his bed until he was done. Are you watching Lost for the first time? I'm watching Lost for the eighth time. Oh, wow. Have you ever seen? I was. So when Lost originally aired, there was literally no bigger fan of Lost in the world than me. Like, I'm telling you, I was like, we're going to have a lot to talk about. Like, I was obsessed with this conversation. I was obsessed with like the Internet alternate reality game. That was like where they were like hitting clues and all of that. Mm -hmm. And then season, I think it was season four. Whatever season where they introduced the time travel, oh, which yeah. I think is season four. Five. Okay, season, yeah. Um, we, I had something, something happened where like I got put in a, a school play or something and we moved. I think what happened was, I think it was high school and we moved. And when we moved, the place where we moved to didn't have DVR capabilities. Like Vermont, like that part of Vermont did not have cable right. technology to do DVR anymore or something like that. And so I couldn't DVR lost and I was like in a high school play and I fell behind on the season and you never I, caught back up. Well, I remember being like, I remember being like so stressed out and upset about it. And then after like three weeks, I think it like detoxed out and I was like, wait, I think I'm actually happy you're not watching this show. Like the amount of like unanswered questions, the constant mysteries. And then, and I was like, I think I'm happy you're not constantly worried about the show and trying to figure out what's going on. And I have a sneaking suspicion that they're not going to land the plane. And then they didn't. <laughs> you're kidding. I have a sneaking suspicion that after six seasons, they're not going to get off the island. No, 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 no. I'm I mean, like, I, like, answer all the questions and make it all make sense. Oh, I thought like, you meant no, no, literally no, 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 no. land the plane no, 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 back no, no. in Sorry, Los Angeles. Sorry, that was an insane way to, but like, I was like, I have a feeling they don't know what the fuck is going on on the oh, show. Oh, they don't. They yeah. don't. And so when well, it aired. they did up until season like four and a half. Yeah. And then they But lost. then when it aired, when like the finale aired, I went and I read what happened and I remember being like, I felt so validated. I was like, thank God I stopped watching this fucking yeah. show. Because like, it was so crazy and now i have such a barometer for that or like if i'm watching a tv show and, I, and it's really juicy and good and then i start to sense that the writers don't know where it's going like they're just kind of making mysteries yeah i'm like mm. no like, yeah are you I can't watching allow yellow jackets myself, no okay i can't allow myself to think in those terms when i really love a show i know that lost is like that totally. but i have to believe that the ending was good and i also i fight with people on the internet all day long like my secret account over how the lost ending actually makes perfect fucking sense and anyone who doesn't understand it is an idiot like i went to comic-con to see the cast of law i am <sighs> were you in a, were you a fan when it was airing like is this where I, I don't even know if i was alive i have you no were, idea it was like the early 2000s right yeah i guess you were really young yeah. yeah i was in elementary school when did you get into lost um high school like oh, freshman okay. year of high school and i've seen it probably every year since wow i am a huge like i don't know why it is my comfort show it is my it's not even a comfort show because it doesn't make me comfortable it gives me immense anxiety and it makes me kind of angry and it makes me like constantly thinking about why didn't this get answered why didn't that yet i still it just makes me so happy and i really do i don't know why gen z hasn't like caught on i think it's because it hasn't landed on netflix yet i think that this would be a great thing for gen z to make like their new bingeable show and it's like just great it's a hefty six seasons 
It takes up a lot of your brain space. These kids should be watching Lost, honestly. It would be an amazing distraction and just like a great thing to get this generation to refocus their energies and do something really productive. I feel like I was so drawn in by, because there was all of these like, like I remember it would be like, there would be all these internet articles after every episode that were being like, um, like talking, like there was like, remember how like, there'd be like the whispers and it's like, if you play the audio of the whispers back, it actually says this. And like, all, they had all these like hidden things in the show, but then none of that actually meant anything in the end. And I was so mad about the it. The problem is once you've watched it one or two times or two or three times, you go back through episodes and it's really hard to get yourself to pay attention to an episode that isn't particularly interesting because you can convince yourself that it's not that significant. Like you don't need to be watching, which is why it's so fast to rewatch for me because I skip like three episodes a season because it's like, oh, I don't care. Right. But there are certain things that it's like they really the first two seasons of that show were like an unbelievable feat. Like, I don't understand how people can think that way. Like, I think that is some of the most beautiful television that's ever been created. And it's like a wonder to me that Gen Z hasn't caught on to that and made that like their big thing. I think that yeah. that should be like the new binging show. That is my rec. Another rec, Pinkberry. Forgot about that too. We talked about it on a recent episode. Really? Yeah. I've been obsessed. I oh, have no, it every day. We talked day. about it on um, the girls podcast. We talked oh, about Maria's. it. Oh, Maria's? I no, 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 have like been getting... the HBO girls podcast. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, that was a really funny podcast, by the way. Go, yes. go watch that. But I... I've been really getting into Pinkberry recently. What's your topping? What are your which order? Cookies and cream. Oh, okay. Small. They give you a lot of yogurt there. Yeah. And I get the milk chocolate crunch. It's an extra dollar. I'm, I'm balling. And I get the dark chocolate crisp. I prefer a chocolate palette to a fruit palette for my frozen yogurt. So interesting. I my favorite at Pinkberry. It's one of two. It's the original tart always. Mm -hmm. I love the original tart. And then. It's a chocolate fruit combo. So it's usually the chocolate sauce and then either the strawberry, like, is it boba? The yeah. little, like, fruit balls or just yes, strawberries. Yes, I like the popping boba balls. The popping boba balls, those or just regular strawberries. There's nothing I hate like a bitch in my ear who's like, I can't believe you eat those boba balls. A Wait. lot of people have a aversion to those popping balls and they think it's insane. Yeah. I hate when people give me like, they, first of all, don't yuck my yum. Well, no, I've never. You can't yuck my yum. But when people, they have such a problem with boba and the concept of like circular chewy things. Leave me alone. Yeah. Sorry. I get sometimes I don't like my I'm pulling up the calls, by the way. Oh, I have them up. Oh, we okay. can do them. Um, My one version of that is I. I really hate in a salad when they, when cherry tomatoes aren't halved. I don't like a popping cherry tomato in my mouth. I don't like a single cherry tomato ever in my if life. If it's halved, I'm happy to have it. But when they're, I don't like the pop in my mouth of a cherry tomato. I it's get a specifically it. unpleasant. It's like a like, savory boba. I, I I don't support any cherry tomato. Um, have you ever had like like the golden ones? Those are so good. Um, okay, let's play the first call. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? 
<sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Comment below if you like the popping boba. Hey, Kelly and Jake. Love the pod. Um, I need advice on a situation that's been bugging me for a minute, but I don't know if it's worth rocking the boat over. So I'm 24. I live in an urban part of New Jersey, right outside of New York City. Uh, I'm not going to say where because I want to stay anonymous. Um, and my three best friends and I have a tight group. They're like my core girls since childhood. They live in a suburban New Jersey area, and they're all near each other, about an hour away from me. Um, because of that, I'm always the one who needs to travel to their neck of the woods and hang out. And it's a pain in the ass, but these girls are like my soulmates, so I do it, you know. So I'm like Samantha Jones type. I like to host people and throw parties and all that. So since moving here, I've had three parties. And like, mind you, they're not ragers by any means. They're more like get-togethers. Um, but the issue is two out of the three girls don't make an effort to come to said events. And the both of them have excuses each time that I kind of call bullshit on because I know they both get a little anxious when in an urban area, even if it's safe like the one I live in. Ooh. So I guess it's overstimulating or something to them. I don't really get it because uh, I live here. But um, I also think they don't want to do the drive. So I'm about to have a New Year's Eve party, which I sent out invites for um, to my core girls at the end of November. And this time I didn't even respond to the invite. So bottom line is it hurts my feelings that they don't make the effort to come here and hang with me. And I'm contemplating if it's worth confronting them over because I anticipate them being defensive or dismissive. All right. Love you guys. Thanks. Boy, do I get this. But... (laughs) I think we're, I think we're gonna have the same thing to say. Actually. I think we're probably gonna have similar things. I hate, like, the person. Obviously, as a man, I only can within certain. Oh no, I also have that to say as well. I the the like I don't feel safe. Girl is like drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. I can't have that person in my always, friend group. It's I understand. Always racism. I'm sorry. It's, all, it's it, always racism. It's it's racism or it's just a type of like sheltered energy that doesn't offer anything. It's the same as those women. It's the same thing as those women who are in the grocery store who's like, a man farted near my car. That's how you get trafficked. Do you know what I mean? Like, the like everything's not getting trafficked. Yes. It's like that energy yes. where it's like, you're not... Yeah, I just don't... It's like the same... You know, like, the girls who in high school when you're, like, walking down the street at lunch to go to, like... Now I'm getting too specific. When you're leaving campus to go get food, it would always be the same type of girl who would, like, freak out when we walked by a homeless person. No, I'm talking yeah, about. I mean, like that. They like cross dramatically to the other side of the from sidewalk. Vermont, like, that specific experience has never happened to me because right. we couldn't. That was just not part of it. But I, I have many vivid memories of like leaving campus really quick to just run to Ralph's, and girls would just be like, "Talia, walk in front of me." Like they just don't want to walk thing. near that person. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I understand that it's just like a certain type of being raised that I there's nothing I can do, and I have to empathize. But at the same time, I really just I can't be around those types of people. It, like they're not fun, and they're really annoying. So. I empathize with that. I also went to a school when I was growing up where everybody lived on the very far west side of Los Angeles. So the Palisades and Venice and whatever. And I was way, way east. Where was I, the school? On the the west school side? was on the, in Santa Monica. So I commuted oh. already 
an That's hour. That's a long commute. It was incredible. It was like a terrible why did you, experience. Why did you go to that school? My parents really wanted me to go to that school. They okay. were just like, we want her to have this experience. But it was really a sacrifice on both of their parts. Like I and and for me I too. In, the last the last time I was in LA, I stayed in Silver Lake, which is not that far from where you grew up, right? It's it's far. I, it's, where did you grow I'm up? I'm like mid city. Okay, like near Lacma. Oh, okay. So it's not, driving, I'm not that far east, but compared to Venice, I'm very I just far agreed east. to go get dinner one night with my friends and they were like, come to Santa Monica. And I was like, sure. And then I like got in the Uber and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I like, know you're I'm going, going to a an different hour. city. Yeah, you're going to basically to Palm Springs. Yeah. That's like really far. I, so all of my friends to this day still live on the west side and uh -huh. all of their families, all of the parties, all of the after school hangouts would be far on the west side. And it was a really big issue for me being that I, already spent two hours a day in the car and then on the weekends i'd also have to go there stay after school and wouldn't have a ride back like it was just a and whole ordeal yeah, and yeah. i don't drive but also this was even in middle school and it bugged me then that people were never willing to come over to my neck of the woods which by the oh, way we always used to call it neck of the woods as well i it just drove me nuts that my friends couldn't appreciate how much i drove over to them and because they were all there it was like majority rules and yeah. they wouldn't come to me um it really bugged me too, and I had a very similar situation. But here's what I do have to say. If you're so, if you're really anticipating that your friends will be so dismissive and so kind of mean and not understanding about a situation that you are able, I hear you, you're speaking very clearly and honestly. Uh -huh. And I think that you have a perfectly valid argument to make here. And all you wanna tell them is that you love them and want them to come to your events once in a while and you're afraid that they're going to be so dismissive why are these people your soulmates well it's also that they i'm like it doesn't sound like they would be fun if they came to the party like yes. if they don't want to be there they're not going to be a good vibe so i think it's a thing of like like yeah, I guess I'm like, what do you want out of this friendship? Because like, it doesn't sound to me like they're going to come to this party and be fun. Like yeah. if they're stressed out and overwhelmed by being in the city, like, I guess maybe you're saying once they get there and they're in your apartment, like being inside an apartment in Jersey City or Hoboken or, or whatever fucking town they're in is like, is not like once you're inside the party, it's like, that's not different than wherever they're, they live. Like right. it's just you're in a house and they'll have fun. But like, it's also like, maybe it's a conversation about like, how can we maintain this friendship and like what can we do or maybe you guys are drifting apart because if you want to live in this place and have a life here and they're not willing to like engage with that like that unfortunately might change things right i don't think you it's time to like break off the friendship no i'm, just I'm not saying, saying that. i think it's very indicative the way that she explained at the very end my first thought you presented it as should i confront them and i immediately said yes, yes. and especially because the way that you're explaining it it's just so logical and you're able to say it calmly and really concisely and I just I think that you should totally be able to bring this up and the way that you immediately told yourself I know that they're going to be dismissive and I'm like that part I is don't know man you they shouldn't be it's just such a normal thing to express being annoyed about and I 100%. think that if you're so worried about them being dismissive Maybe you need to invite a couple more friends to this party and see if you can make a couple new friends in the neighborhood yeah. don't ditch them but like damn Fuck that. Nobody should be, if they're your soulmate, if they're really great friends, nobody should be so dismissive over such a little uh, and thing. And also, like, the other thing is that, like, not having the conversation and feeling resentment about the negative reaction you're assuming they'll have is, like, as toxic to the friendship as if they had a negative reaction. So, like, give them, give them the chance to have the negative reaction or a positive reaction. Yeah. So I think you have to have the conversation. Yeah. Amen.
Good, good luck. Call. Good, I get good it, luck. dude. No, but I fucking hate that when people like when people are like, do you feel safe in New York? I'm like, do you know how many people are on the street all the time? Like, I would feel very unsafe living in a very small town. Actually, I prefer to be no. That's what surrounded. I'm it's like not logical to ask if I'm safe in a place like this. It, it you're right that it only really comes down to like kind, when you listen to True Crime podcast where it's like the most horrific shit in like the world. It's like it's always like. Earl in the suburbs or the woods. It's never like Thank you. Earl on Flatbush or it's Avenue. Somebody with their fucking husband on vacation. Thank you very much. It's always like yeah. it's never a stranger. It's always some guy that you know. So yeah. All right. Next call. Wait. I just remembered. Hold on. Wait. Sorry. I just remembered. Ah. I just remembered. I want to shout out. I picked up a shift at my old bar last week um, because they called me and someone was sick and they needed help. And so I went back and I worked at the bar I used to work at, which I'm actually doing again this week a little bit. But a listener was at one of my tables. Oh, cool. And she was super nice. And she was like, and it was funny because it was like towards the end of the night and I was also not feeling well. But I was like, um, she was like, I really like you on Talia's podcast. It was very sweet. That's so cute. I ran so into somebody to in the listener. Union Square Winter Market. Uh-huh. She came right up to me and I think she, she kind of stunned me for a second. I was like, whoa, why are you shoving your phone in my face? And it was our podcast on her phone. Oh, she was listening to it right then I have then to show you the picture I took of it. That's it was really so nice. cute. I, I liked her that. a lot. Okay. Shout out to the listeners. Say hi in real life. Okay. Sorry. Hi, Talia and Jake. Love you guys, obviously. Um, basically, the situation isn't like super pertinent, but as you guys frequently say, it is that deep because here I am calling into a podcast. Yes. So like... <laughs> Obviously, it's somewhat pertinent. Basically, I go to school, I go to college, and I'm graduating in the spring. Congrats. Um, and moving to, I'll, I'll keep it on, I'm moving to a different city. But obviously, I'm home for the holidays right now. And I, for context, have been like somewhat unlucky in love. I've had a boyfriend and it didn't work out. And like now I'm just kind of like in my single era. And basically just like every time I'm home for the holidays, I find myself thinking about this one particular person from my like high school slash youth who like, he's just like my tis the damn season guy. Like I, I just always think like, what if, you know, what if, and I'm moving to this new city obviously. And like, Due to my investigative capabilities, I have inferred that there is a chance that he might be moving to the same city, TBD, but my, like, stalking has led me to that conclusion, and, like, I'm just wondering, even if not, is there a, is there a way in which, like, is there a reality in which I somehow nonchalantly, like, hit this dude up and see if he feels the same way? Like, how do I, how do I do that? It, do do I do that? Should I just not? And if it's like meant to be, it'll be. Or is that annoying? And do I need to like take the reins of my destiny here? I don't know. I'm just like really in love with him. Um, oh. So yeah, I love you guys. Pivot. Bye. Okay, I have immediate thoughts. Okay. My immediate thoughts are this: you can't reach out to him. Un- okay, so I'm assuming you guys follow each other on social media. You can't reach out to him about this until like he moves to that city and explicitly posts like content that shows he moves to the city. So then right. it can be totally normal for you to be like, wait, I moved to Austin too, or like, whatever city it is. <laughs> yeah. But like if you like were to reach out now and be like, hey, based on like some deduction I've made through like <laughs> things you posted that like refer to things, I can tell you're also moving to the city. Like that's just like it's it's you can't do it's that. red flag behavior. Yeah. And like that doesn't mean it's bad that you did that. It's just like it's not the time where you can reach out. Right. Because also you're not in love with him. You're in love with like this. This idea, yeah. Like from high school. 
my thing is like with situations like this, like there is a chance in the world that like you guys end up dating at some point, but like it's such a long game from now. Like you have to both move there and get a little established. Like this isn't the time or place for it. So yeah. like you kind of just have to chill on it a little bit for now is yeah. my thought. You're excited. It's going to be great. I just I just don't think that it's time for the advice yet. I think that you're going to call it in a little bit. You also. But he's absolutely right about the. You can't reveal that you knew this before you No, and to. also you can't like start off moving to a city with a situationship. Like you need to be there single and get some grounding. Like I, I give it at least a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, 100%. you have to be like single when you move. Like you just have to. I mean, like unless you move somewhere with someone in like a serious relationship, I think otherwise you have to kind of be on your own and like learn how to swim. Like you yeah. can't learn how to swim holding someone else's hand. It's like, really it's not... hard to move to a new city when you're leaning on somebody to make it feel exciting and comfortable it just gets toxic so fast because like moving to a new city there's so many feelings of like loneliness overwhelm feeling stupid feeling bad feeling scared right and like when you have someone else that you're like projecting or being projected that on it like i feel like it makes you go crazy yeah you get a little bit of a weird attachment it's yeah. kind of unhealthy no i think it's gonna be great i and it's so funny how we have to pretend that we don't have the resources that we do to like it, it doesn't even take much effort to be a total creep and know this stuff about a person it's very easy to like click three different buttons and suddenly you know exactly where the person's next move is going to be and where they're living and totally. whatever. You don't even have to be a crazy person. Or maybe I'm telling myself that, but you gotta kind of pretend that it wasn't that easy for you and wait until there's something obvious. You can't let him know that you were kind of looking because it just gives it off the wrong vibe. No, yeah. man. I know everything about what everyone's doing. I'm so perceptive about that kind of thing. Like, like, I do a lot of, I don't do that much stalking, but I know exactly where everybody's doing and what their next move is. How do you not but do I that can. much stalking? I just don't feel like what I do is truly takes much effort or is creepy, but it's just very, once you're a seasoned social media user, it's very easy to know what's going on also, behind what the happens scenes, on social media but I can't reveal that, I know. Social media now is like, stalking is one thing, but back in like, I, like I, I don't know if I've talked about this before on this podcast, but like, I... Like I used to be an internet stalker to a level you cannot imagine because Facebook used to be a different beast. Like yeah. old Facebook used to have like a search, like old Facebook was so much easier to find like people you didn't know and see a lot of information about them. Like the search, I remember like the search engine on Facebook, like you could search like within, like I remember like I could search like people with within like three years of my age who said that they were gay who lived in Vermont like when I was in high school and I could look at like every gay guy in every publicly gay guy in Vermont's Facebook and reader I did like I was looking <laughs> at because what else the fuck did I have to do I was sitting at home like bored as shit I Facebook stalked like gay guys in towns of Vermont people people I've never met and never will meet I looked looked at every single Facebook photo of them. From, right. Like back then, like it just used to be different before we realized like the, all the privacy settings and stuff. Like you can't search like that anymore. Yeah. Like I used to, it was a different beast. I used to do so much crazy Facebook stalking back in the day. I would stalk like my teachers. That was like my favorite thing to do. I was obsessed oh. with looking at my teachers on Facebook. That's where our age difference coming because like none of my teachers had Facebook back then. Oh my God, I was obsessed. That's... I loved to look at their Facebook accounts, find them. Did you ever have a MySpace? I no, I just missed it. Yeah. I, I mean, a lot of my friends did. It was like sort of a yeah. I was right under the wire for that, but yeah, Facebook was. There were people that I'd see at parties and stuff, and be like, "I know you, but you don't know me." But oh, I, I mean, I know what you did for your birthday last year, and I just time. think you're like a cool girl at the school, the other rival school that I just think is like hot, and I stalked you because I want to yeah. emulate you, but you don't know my name. 
No. Like I remember all of them too. I remember one time this girl, I remember this, I was, I've never been more jealous of a person in my life. This girl, I remember her name was Bianca and she had red hair and I don't remember anything else about her. I think she was. I love that she was a woman and you were so jealous of her. No, I would no, because of this specific thing. Oh, what? Well, because I think she was, I think, I think she was, I was an orientation leader my sophomore, like summer before my sophomore year of college. And I think she was one of my orientees. Okay. I think that's how I knew her. We were not like close by any means, but we were Facebook friends. I remember her posting on Facebook that in her like psych 101 like lecture, like the 200 person like big lecture hall, a guy sat sitting in front of her who clearly did not know she was sitting behind him. Facebook stalked her profile for the entire hour of class and she just got to watch him like stalking her profile. I've never been more jealous of a person in my life. Like That's my dream. <laughs> and like what he's looking at, what he's going at, like what he's scrolling down, where he's searching. And she just watched it for an hour. I And she was like, and it was the entire hour of class. I was like, I've never been more jealous of a person in my life. Like, like. That would be, that, <laughs> that type of therapy would correct me. Like that, that would set me straight and like really answer a lot of questions I have about myself. I, you know what, my dream, can I tell you what I think is going to happen in heaven? <laughs> have we ever talked about this? This is what I think is going to happen in heaven. First, I walk into the gates of heaven <laughs> and God presents me, he, she, her. <laughs> well, we know, we know what I really think. <laughs> they present me with a list and it's, well, there's a couple lists. There's everyone who's ever had a crush on me. Oh, that's Everyone good. who's ever masturbated to the thought of oh, me, which wow. is totally different from having a crush yep. on me. Then they sit me down in a mixed media room where there's a giant movie theater and there's, you know, a little podcast listening studio <laughs> and there's like all kinds of shit. And I can just be super comfortable and there's like a concession stand and they have popcorn and they give me this huge index to choose from of all the true crimes in the world or all the mysteries that haven't been solved, all oh, the unsolved the mysteries. And I can consume every bit of information that's ever been published about these mysteries. And then God says, are you ready? And I say, yep. And he transports me to be a fly on the wall in the exact situation. And I will finally know where John Benet Ramsey went. And I'll finally know everything. And I just have so many questions. I want to know who pushed that lady down the stairs, that Peterson lady. I want to know all these things. You mean the, from the staircase? Know. Yes. I will finally know. Wow. And, but, but, oh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. So then I'll get a list of like everybody who's Facebook stalked me and everybody who's masturbated to me and everybody who ever thought about me like being their bride. Wow. That's don't amazing. you think that would be such a good heaven? No, that's a good heaven. I mean, I don't want to be transported to like the scenes where people are brutally murdered. <laughs> well, I want to be like a fly on the wall where I can't like be close to it. Sure. I don't need to see it, but I want to be told. I don't want to see the murder itself. I want to see the crime being like conceived. You know what I mean? Uh, sure. I would like to know the answers to all those crimes. Yeah. 100%. I don't There's need... all kinds yeah. of unsolved mysteries where money goes missing, people go missing. I want to know. Yeah. And I want to formulate my own theories. Before. Similar to similar. I'm not like a true crime head like you, but season one of Serial was like oh took over my entire life when it happened. Really? I so don't care about Serial. Okay. Like I just yeah. I just fucking I first of all, I hate that guy and I hate that woman. But I have my theories about Serial. The guy who's in jail. Adnan? Yeah. Oh, okay. he's guilty. First of all, I don't but, think he is, but he 
that guy drives me nuts because it's like he's completely 100% fucking guilty and this girl like convinced the entire world that like how could he be guilty he's so nice and he has such kind eyes and he makes maple syrup with his friends in prison like no that's not he's how guilty. she convinced okay we can <laughs> there's no proof otherwise like he's absolutely guilty there's but anyways okay we no he no he killed that girl i'm sorry and it's really sad and i don't to, it's it's up to you if you think that he still deserves to be in jail for it or if it's just he deserves to be tried like as an adult for the rest of his life for an 18 year old thing but no he killed her <laughs> what, what took us to this point i don't know but i don't think it, we're gonna agree on the conversation so we can move on i have a nine part series for you to listen to about adnan syed and why he's absolutely 100 percent guilty let's play the next call <laughs> Hi guys, love your podcast, both both of you, Talia and Jake's podcast. Um, I have a, what is it that people say, conundrum? I'm having a conundrum. It, I mean, I don't know. I'm conflicted, not really, but I, I do nails and I did this girls nails and I kind of found out that one of my other clients is being cheated on by her husband um my client she's a little older she's like in her 40s and she has like a million kids with this guy and he works at this place that I know the name of and she's native so she gets a lot of money from the tribe, but she still, like, works a lot. Like, I don't think she gets that much money, but, like, a decent amount. And so I did this other girl's nails, and she was telling me about how she used to work this place. And I was like, oh, like, I have a client whose husband worked there, and I guess he's, like, suing the company because he got injured. And she's like, oh, my God, I know who you're talking about. But he told everybody that he wasn't married, and he has fucked at least two of my coworkers that I know and tried to get at me. And I literally, like... I didn't know what to do because I'm like, bro, like, I can't tell her. I can't fucking tell her. I, I, I don't know. My, as a nail tech, I'm like, I mind my own business. I listen to the tea, but at the end of the day, I mind my own business. So I'm like, ah, dude, what do I do? I can't, I can't tell her. I don't think I can tell her. But hopefully this is entertaining enough for you two. Um, okay. Love you guys. I mean, great call, gorgeous call. No, you can't tell you her. You can't tell her. You can't I love her. you though. Oh, that's so cool. Your nail tech. Your it's like it's like a legally blonde. That's yeah. how I imagine. Like just like the girl in the salon who's like picking up on all the drama, but she can't say anything. Yeah, you can't tell. It's I like think at most you can thing. stop taking appointments with her if you don't want to have to face her. But that's sad. Damn. Yeah, but I get not wanting to like feel fake and lying to her, but you also can't tell her. You can't tell her. It's too. There's too many variables. Like, that's not like, oh, my God, I know exactly who you're talking about. But like, it's it's already like third party by a third party. Like, it's not a secure source. Yeah. It's not your business. Yeah. You can't tell. You can't do anything. Have you ever told a friend that they're getting cheated on? No, because I don't like most of my gay friends are in open relationships. And then I haven't like, fortunately, there was only one time in college where there was a big cheating scandal in my friend group. And it was people on like the outside, like they were people that my friends were close with that I was not super close with, but it was, it was massive, but I had no idea until it came out. But it was like, it was literally the, um, it was literally scandal. Like 
the best friend. Like I was hooking up with him for a bunch of but like time. Yes, and the girlfriend kept on having panic attacks that she felt like she was getting cheated on, but she couldn't buy like figure, figure out, out by who and was having those with the girl. Like being like, he's cheating on me and I can't figure out. And she was like, no, 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 no. <gasps> it was bad. It was really bad. That causes serious trust issues forever. I'm and sure. Ever. But like, but I didn't know about any of that until it all came out. I would like the thing is like it's like I'm it's so easy for me to say like not in it like you can't tell you can't tell but like if I was in it I would lose my mind yeah I would really lose my mind I mean the only thing you can yeah but she's so removed from it that it's like it's like you can't even go to the husband and be like you need to tell her you know what I mean which I think is like what you do if you like can't hold the secret in but don't want to have to be the one to break it yeah no I don't I don't think that there's anything you can do have you ever had been in that situation were you someone was getting cheated on? Not that I remember. I mean, I've I've known people are getting cheated on, but I've never been close enough where it's like it's any of my responsibility to get involved in any way. Like I've watched people that I know were cheating on the other. You know what I mean? Like, like from hook afar, up at a party or something. No, like I like I'll run into a couple that I know that is still together, and I know that he is cheating on her, but I don't know them well enough at all. And I found out through a third cheating? party. Oh, that you found out through a third. Like party. somebody told me, like, yeah, he cheats on her, and I'm just like, oh, I. But there's nothing that I can do about that. I'm not friends with them. It's just a couple that I see like now and then, and I don't even know if it's like 100 percent true. But it's well, just kind it of also goes back to that. I guess I also always assume like you never know. It's like the thing that when we had Claire and Ashley on, where it's like. It's like sometimes when people are like, oh, yeah, he cheats on her. It's like or like you're just assuming that they're not open or you don't know. Like, it's yeah, that thing you of don't like, know. I mean, like, I guess like odds are it's cheating. But yeah. like, I guess I do always just give the benefit of the doubt. Where I'm like, it's not my business. So I don't know all the details. Yeah. I mean, technically, if you want to talk about dishonesty and things that are absolutely wrong, I can tell you a bunch of people whose boyfriends are like liking my photos or whatever that are like disgusting. You know what I mean? Like guys do that all the time that I, I know who's the sleazeball. And you I, think it's I sleazy for them to like like a photo of you? Not of me or like I, I like liking photos of like commenting on photos of porn stars on Instagram or whatever. Wait, guys with girlfriends, it's like people can see that. That's kind of crazy. That's, here's my thing with that. Guys make such a big deal as though this is like such a thing that girls think about all the time with the liking the photos and whatever. No girl cares if you go and like look at Sydney Sweeney's Instagram or Emily Ratajkowski's Instagram. I look at them too. Like it's you're allowed to think that other women are attractive. Yeah. It's not it's human nature. No girl cares about that. It's about the humiliation aspect of it. It's about the fact that like everyone knows that you're my boyfriend. Why do you have to announce to the world that you looked at this naked photo, which by the way, let's not pretend you're just like, "Oh, it's just a photo of a girl that I'm liking. Why are you sexualizing it?" She's naked. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know exactly no, what I you're get doing. That. How do you feel when about they like it? It's like it's not about like disloyalty to me because also like what are what is Sydney Sweeney gonna do DM you when she sees that she, you liked her photo <laughs> no totally I'm saying like it's a it's embarrassing it just makes you look like such a dog it's so like desperate and weird b it's humiliating because you're not supposed to assert that you think other women are attractive when everyone knows you're in a relationship why can't you look at it privately and not like the photo that's all I think like why do you have to like and comment on these photos of women why can't you just no, enjoy them and what not do you act feel on about, it? What do you feel about like a guy paying for OnlyFans when he has a girlfriend? I I like I I don't know if I've ever had that problem. If I like found out that my boyfriend was looking at OnlyFans, it would make me be like, why do you feel like you need to subscribe? I just feel like OnlyFans is a little bit more personal than porn. You know what it, I mean? Yeah, it is. It's also like more ethical, but I think it, it would be hard to believe a guy's doing You're it for right. that reason, but it well, is more isn't ethical. Only, when Ow. I think OnlyFans, I think of like, uh, yeah, I have a neck cramp too. When I think OnlyFans, wow. I think 
you're subscribing and paying in order to speak to the person. Um, that to me would be a different thing. Like, why do I you need to that, have a conversation with someone? Yeah, but I don't think that's what every, I think that like OnlyFans is mostly just like you're able to see like the videos and content they post and you can message them. But like, I don't think that like, like, I don't think it's actually like sexed it like the person, it, right. you know, especially like these big OnlyFans creators. They have like thousands of followers. Yeah. No, I, I don't God, think I care so about that. Money. I know. they. Well, I don't. I've actually read something about that. And I don't think that they're making they're making a lot of money, but it's not as much as you would think it is. Well, the people at the top are making a lot of money, yeah. but the number I think it's like I think it's like 95 percent of people are making less than like five hundred dollars a month. But then yeah. like the people who are in like the top, top percent are making like tons so i mean bad baby made 50 million dollars wow is that crazy who wants to see her naked like why what's the appeal Mil like literally millions she's of not people. ugly but like why why do people care that much i don't know i can't sexuality is a, a, a mystery that keeps the human experience it's weird that that's running. like the most popular person on there i just wouldn't think so well i think it's the thing of when someone's famous you know famous and you like i think when you know someone on the internet for XYZ reasons. Right. And then there's an opportunity to see them naked. That feels closer to the real life experience of like having sex where you like yeah. get to finally see someone naked. No, I think I do really well on that because I have a little bit, like only a tiny bit of notoriety. Yeah, for you would make a shit ton of money. So then people would like be interested to see. Yeah. That might, but I've always folks. said the number one reason I could never do OnlyFans is because if the day I announced my OnlyFans, no one subscribed, I would have to kill myself. <laughs> oh my God, I would kill myself. You know, too. <laughs> the worst thing. That'd You're be, absolutely right. That's the number one reason I could never do it. Oh, yeah. I don't think I have the confidence to know that people wouldn't like it. Or I'd like see, it's like TikTok where I see my views like petering out. And I'm like, oh, have I lost relevance? But it's like my titties, really? Like, <laughs> this was the thing that I really depended on forever. Like, I never thought that these would go out of style. Yeah. My sense of humor, maybe. How are you going to cancel my boobies? That would be crazy. Yeah, no. But yeah, I don't think I would care if a guy was on OnlyFans, really. I would care if he was messaging someone. No, that makes more sense. But if I he... just think that it's so humiliating, the argument that they make of like, why can't I give a girl a like? It's like, why do you need everyone to know what you're masturbating no, to? No, that I think is valid. Why don't you just look at it privately? Like, that I go I and look at like, I don't know, whose Instagram account do I look at? <laughs> Little dicky. <laughs> I go I go and like fantasize about Mark Ruffalo now and then. I look on his Instagram. Sure. But whatever. I don't have to go and comment on it like, babe, you're so sexy. <laughs> like, also, Mar there's a totally a difference because Mark Ruffalo isn't a sex symbol and he's not posting photos naked. It's just different. I get what you're saying. Okay. Well, this has been basic training. Thank you for listening. Rate and review if you haven't yet, please. Call us in with more situations and questions. We love the gossip at 929-269-4960. Or email us your voice memo. Oh, yes. BasicTradingPod at gmail.com. The quality sounds great. The quality is gorgeous. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.